1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the show where we talk about musicals and everything that they can teach us. I'm Zancy Webber and I am your solo host today because Julie and Miranda, as usual, are off doing musical things. So I'm here in the studio by myself with our special guest, Tash York.
0: Hello! A guest
1: from Melbourne. So, all our Melbourne
0: listeners. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> it's really warm here. Just letting you know. Uh, sorry about it, Melbourne. Sorry about it.
1: <laughs> so we we caught Tash as she was in Brisbane on a a, a whirlwind cabaret tour.
0: Yeah, I'll take whirlwind. whirlwind. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you,
1: you're in. You, you. I'm in I'm out. Two uh, nights. Wham, and bam, you're gone. thank you, ma'am, and uh,
0: <laughs> that's it. You know. Uh, yeah, whirlwind ish. Uh, kind of just basically trying to go to all the places that people still know me uh, to make some money before <laughs> I go to Edinburgh Fringe. That's uh, kind of what's look, happening. Uh, yeah.
1: So when's Edinburgh? That's
0: all of all August. August. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: wow. You're, you're off there.
0: Yep. To Scotland.
1: To all of our Scottish listeners, or anyone else that's going to Edinburgh.
0: Hello, friends. <laughs> we we
1: do have a not insignificant uk followership okay. so well, you know
0: you i mean everyone loves a musical right like and how your could show's they not love it adulting adulting yeah it's and basically about how i'm a really bad adult uh and
1: really just tying into the zeitgeist guys because correct. most adults aren't great at it that's
0: what i'm finding though <laughs> like i made it for like people that were around my age you know the <laughs> Twenty-five to thirty age range, and um, I am thirty. Uh, and so,
1: and like really early thirties. Really,
0: really early thirties. Um, but it ended up being like this amazing thing of like, where sixty-five-year-old women who were drunk at my show were just like, "You are me. We are the same person." And I was like, "That is going to be me in approximately twenty-five years, thirty years time." So yeah, it's great.
1: Excellent. And so when we asked you what musical you'd like to talk about, you were like, oh, I don't really, I'm not part of the musical scene much anymore, even though you have musical theatre qualifications yeah. and you've done musicals before.
0: I was like full heart out musical theatre girl yeah. for like a good portion of my life uh, and then just kind of went on the cabaret route, which is why I thought, well, what a perfect show to choose Cabaret, exactly right.
1: One of my favorite musicals, it's the best. Yeah, well, I I keep saying like I've discovered doing this show that like I keep saying like it's one of my favorite musicals, and that list is probably around thirty shows <laughs> now.
0: It is a musical, it yeah, is a musical, <laughs> that I and enjoy. I really like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've you've been. Sally Bowles. I
0: have been Sally Bowles. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. Was, we'll talk about that. We will. I love, <laughs> I look
0: forward to it. We can relive the regalia that was <laughs> the amateur theatre production of cabaret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear. Well, before we get into that, let's get to know you sure a little thing. more personally. Oh, I like yeah, it. Yeah. So, for the purposes of this, just pretend. That you're like really hard out musical theatre. You can you
0: can go um, back, you know, five six years. Yeah, only yeah. five six years. It's 20, not that five, long. Five six years, like yeah.
1: back to your early twenties.
0: <laughs> back to my <laughs> late teens. Uh.
1: <laughs> so, uh, which musical character would other people compare you to?
0: Um, like, I kind of want to say. <laughs>
1: Well, that's the next <laughs> question <laughs> ah! so this is the real answer, and this is your like in my perfect life, people would think of me as
0: in my perfect life, people <laughs> would think of me as alpha bar uh, okay <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know, also, like I'm feeling like. Um, you know, something out of Lion King as well, like maybe okay. like the hyenas, like sure, <laughs> <laughs> like a combination of that. If Just that like makes
1: Eddie f- the non-vocal one? No, 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 not the non-vocal <laughs> one. Like
0: the sassy one that Whoopi Goldberg played. Yeah, you okay. know, like yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, you know, like a bit of that, but also alpha bar, but also kind of Sally Bowles as well. That train mm. wreckery drunkenness. So yeah,
1: The train wreckery, but like you know, good on the inside. <laughs>
0: exactly. Like had her heart in the right place. You know. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. Well, I think that answers it. The first two questions. Oh, sorry. I ruined it. I ruined the question. We're efficient. We're getting through it. (laughs) Um, so what's your dream role? What, what role would be offered to you to get you back into musical theater? Like this is my life now.
0: Mm, I would say, let me think about this. So there's a few, Mm. um, but i feel like i'm never old enough to play any of the roles that i want to do like i kind of just want to be like the bitter jaded mother characters like i'm right re- okay. i'm just re- they always get the best songs right True. They, they for always- women
1: definitely yeah
0: totally yeah. like you know like gypsy like
1: mama rose mama rose yeah. like that
0: is just like you know even though she's like a bit mental and really not that nice um i'm kind of into it yeah. <laughs> so yeah maybe maybe that um or maybe i don't know like it's this tough line between like, Anything that you want to do is like usually a massive thing. And so now that I am a working performer, I know how much effort that requires. <laughs> You're but like, when do I want that? <laughs> yeah, correct. Whereas like when I was younger, I was like, yeah, I want that. That'd be the best. And now I can, I'm like, I
1: can sing I alphabet sing ten El- times a week. Correct,
0: right? Like so back then it would have been like alphabet, hell yeah, like done. But now I know that like that requires me just never having a conversation for the rest of my life. Oh no, um, no more podcasts. I know, exactly, right? I love a chat. Um, yeah, so I'd have to go that or maybe even even like Velma, like right, yeah, yeah. Like, I just, yeah, I'm really into the like sassy jaded characters. That's just like my, that's my jam.
1: Cool. Yeah. Who wants an ingenue? Like, no. Oh, yuck. Ones. Nah, never. No. Yuck. Disgusting.
0: No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no offense, Uh, but you know. The, I've They I'm all,
1: serve their purpose, but in the, in the spectrum of, of interesting musical theater characters, they're on the less interesting, like cassette, like. Uh, no one's uh, actually, well, no one has I've ever spoken to has said my dream role is cassette. No. I just want to be a wafer on stage.
0: Correct. Like <laughs> what? what's the joy in that? Like, <laughs> but the other character actually, if legitimately, actually, that would probably pull me back into music theatre would be to play Ellen and Miss Saigon. All
1: right, because I've
0: done that before, and I am like a huge Ellen advocate, and I saw you
1: in that show. You you smashed it. Thanks, mate. And I wouldn't say that she's an ingenue.
0: No, no, she's not an ingenue. But what I'm saying is that like she's. Kind of like a nice, sweet character, but also kind of everyone hates her. And I just want to be on Team Ellen because everyone thinks it's her fault that Kim kills herself and it's like, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, let's yeah. let's stop blaming <laughs> women for stuff that men do. Come yeah. on, here we go. Like, let's get into this. <laughs> hashtag
1: me too. <laughs> hashtag, yeah.
0: hashtag was all men in yeah. that show. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that's something that isn't really touched on in Boudoy. No, no, not
0: at all. It's like, ah, oh, mates, you. Oh were no, gone. these
1: kids are just being mistreated oh, somehow.
0: Just how did this happen? <laughs> all of you, all of you. That's how that happened. Um. And it's another role where she sings two songs, but everyone knows that she was about. So True. it's like the workload versus like fame factor <laughs> is excellent. Yeah.
1: And that's really what you need to figure out. Like, exactly. What, what, I want to be able the to the least speak. amount of work I can do?
0: <laughs> I'm such a lazy person. It's so bad. It's so bad. This is why oh. I never kept doing music theatre. It's just a lot of work. Oh, I appreciate. Dancing and singing. Yuck.
1: <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, what is your favourite song type?
0: Um, I would have to say maybe company.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: maybe. Okay. I don't know. It's got
1: a lot of jaded women in it.
0: Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> jaded women. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe that. That's I mean, I like a lot of like sometimes songs alone, but then I sometimes just like get a bit timed out as well. Like it's, it's a sometimes food for me. Sometimes
1: uh, is, is work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is
0: work, definitely. And right. I think
1: that's why a lot of people love him because it's so like intricate, but like yeah, if you listen to it only sometime then
0: Yeah, you go mental, right? Yeah. Like but <laughs> but like the thing like I remember when we had to do it at uni and um I did um The Miller's Son um to yeah. sing that song, which like I just was like if I can nail this, I am the best music theater performer <laughs> that's ever existed. And then so I like totally spent like three weeks like learning this song like every single note and then we got in there and it was like an audition class or something that we were doing and the pianist like couldn't play it because it was oh. too hard and they were like do you have something else I was like are you kidding me <laughs> like this was my moment like ah oh. so that's why I've got like a bittersweet relationship yeah. with him because it's like well you work so hard and you want to show off but when can you ever do it just on a regular and basis that's True, like
1: pianists they they say They're just like, like, like nah. it's like Sondheim JRB.
0: Yeah, correct.
1: Yeah, just like, Don't do you it. You pick the easy one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or the one that every, like six thousand other people have yeah. done before, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, like, yeah."
1: Alright, well, so you're you're doing your own cabaret at the moment. What is your go-to shower song? Is it something from your cabaret? Is it something poppy? Um,
0: it- my go-to shower song is uh, "Africa" by Toto. Nice. <laughs> I have an unhealthy obsession with Toto. So you and haven't
1: changed too much. No, I literally haven't <laughs> changed
0: at all. I'm like literally obsessed with Toto. Uh, it's either that or anything Aretha Franklin right. um, that yeah, I can just like practice like riffing for no reason. Uh, my boyfriend really loves that. Uh, <laughs> I try and do it when he's not home, but, you know, it just slips out sometimes. He, look.
1: Just because he doesn't appreciate it doesn't mean that it's exactly. not worth it. Exactly. <laughs> or
0: the other one, which I'm sure other people like doing this as well, uh, is loving you, you know, with the the high thing, like <laughs> yes, just yes, to yes. get into that whistle tone situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes that's a go to shower no, song. Like the
1: steam going, so you're all nice and relaxed. Exactly.
0: You're like, <laughs> yeah, I could totally do this. And it's like seven, like ah! <laughs> sounds. And it's like, oh, no, I'm not going to do this anymore.
1: Okay. <laughs> so now we come to the Controversial question that everyone has to answer. Oh no. You have to delete one musical from existence. Delete it. Delete it. It never existed. Cats. It can't be cats.
0: Oh, come on. Cats
1: has died more than nine times on this show. (laughs) Hello.
0: But cats. <laughs>
1: so cats is just the kind of default answer. So cats answer. is the
0: default answer, Yeah, So yeah.
1: cats is already gone.
0: Oh. Some other Andrew
1: Lloyd are on their way as well. Pretty much
0: all <laughs> Andrew Lloyd for me. I'm not gonna lie. Jesus Christ Superstar can stay, but the rest nah. <laughs> um, ooh, maybe, and this might be controversial. <sighs> maybe. You heard it here. Uh the pajama game.
1: There is there is a surprising number of mostly women okay. that love the pajama game. But I agree that it is, I think it's past its relevance.
0: Yeah. Date. That and carousel actually. Carousel would probably be another one because just for both both of those, for the creepy like men yeah, factor. A little problem. For the feminist factor for yeah. me is just a bit like <laughs> should we be teaching this to impressionable teenagers to and learn at a musical at I'm school? so surprised that Carousel keeps getting put on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why? Like, who watches it? I don't get it. Oh, Carousel. All right.
1: Well, I agree. Good. Glad that we know everything there is to know about you now.
0: Yeah, that you pretty much know me. Like. <laughs>
1: and so we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll start talking about Cabaret. Ooh. Okay, Dash, so what can you tell us about Cabaret?
0: Oh, cabaret (laughs) Well, it's set in a cabaret club to begin with Which, you know, that obviously tickles my fancy The Kit Kat Club And who, like anyone who knows the show Who wouldn't have wanted to be at the Kit Kat Club? Like it sounded like the most magical place on earth
1: Yeah It was like It looked like the most magical place on earth Yeah, which
0: makes no sense Because it was like the depression, right? (laughs) So it's like (laughs) It was like, you know, they'd just come out of that And especially uh, Where is it based? Is it based in, in Germany? Yeah, so yeah. in Berlin. Yeah, in yeah. Berlin. And so, uh, particularly pre World War II, like Germany was going through a real tough time. Like it, it was like hyperinflation. They just got screwed over by World War I. Yeah. Everyone hated them. Like it was just like hectic times. So,
1: and, and I guess you see it in the show. There's kind of based around the fact that they had a really active art scene. Yes. Commenting on the politics of the time.
0: Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, with great political unrest comes great art. Like that's yeah. what always happens, right? And so, Still
1: waiting for it to come out of
0: America, though. <laughs> yeah, it's all been silenced. You can't do anything in America now, let's be honest. Um, anyway, not, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, so, yeah, the Kit Kat Club, that's existing there, basically, you know, creating like, you know, massive comments on what's going on in society. Uh, but it also seems to be this pretty like bougie place for like heaps of men to go to like kind of have a have a little check out of some women. Yeah. Um, you know, Sally Bowles is the star. She's got it all going on. She's living in this existence, but really, there's there's this, like undertones of that her boss is probably quite nasty to her. Well,
1: yeah, it is. is described as like a dingy or a, a dingy cabaret club, so it's kind of like it, it is kind of like a
0: brothel a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if some of the girl dancers then grab men and go upstairs. It's not really teased out in the show, but that's kind of my feeling of it, (laughs) especially that first number, like (laughs) Vilcommon, and, you know, they're all like, you know, introducing themselves and they're literally wearing nothing and you're (laughs) like, cool. Um, So the kind of place I'd like to go to. Um, And then obviously the MC exists there, which like there are some controversies that MC's like not even a real person that it's, like, this weird, <laughs> yeah, like, okay. narrator person that's just, like, put in there, but he's not actually at the club. That's that's right, a controversy yeah. that's, like, been toyed with before. Um, but anyway, and so then Cliff comes to town and he's, like, an, uh, well, in the musical, he's an American writer coming to Berlin to basically, like, see how the other half live kind it's of
1: situation. Based on... Christopher Isherwood, who wrote the original book, yes. which inspired the original play, which inspired the music. Exactly, it's like <laughs> uh,
0: and then isn't it like some sort of Inception thing that like the book that he's writing in the show is the book that inspired the original show? Yes. Or, yeah. It's like, ah! Uh, like completely musical inception. Um, and so, yeah, so Cliff comes and then he's obviously like seduced by this incredible world and, you know, obviously Sally Bowles is just like all over him. She gets kicked out of her house, which I believe is somewhat tied to the cabaret club owner that she yeah, was living so she's, there.
1: Uh she's – uh, so uh, Cliff offers to take her home And she's like, no, 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 my boyfriend Max Who owns the club, yep. he's very Jealous. Yes,
0: that's right, yes and, and then
1: he kicks her out. And
0: then he kicks her out Yeah, and then she just basically throws Herself on Cliff, and Cliff is a bit like oh, I don't know, I've got to Do some <laughs> writing, you know, I've got to sort my Life out here, and like It's never really said what happens, but It feels like Cliff comes from like some rich Family, and then he's gone off on like gap year To go find himself, like it seems like yeah. That kind of yeah. situation that he wants to like, you know, sort of see how the other half live and find himself. But there's also the thing that he's gay, right? Yes. Which completely yeah. gets like put out there in the movie. But in the musical, that never really gets touched on as no, much. No, so
1: because again, like the musical was produced in 67. Yeah, yeah. So again, a bit more repressed times. And so it was only only ever like implied, correct? Yeah, Who not like he's just gone to Europe to write a book, <laughs> yeah. and he just goes to this underground club <laughs> where boys kiss boys and girls kiss girls, and everyone <laughs> and likes everyone. Boys dresses girls and kiss
0: boys. What? <laughs> or dresses gorillas. Um, <laughs> and so yeah. So then that that kind of all unfolds, and uh, you know they sort of. Basically, she, Sally gets knocked up and yeah, they fall
1: they, in love. They
0: fall in love.
1: And, it, but when Sally gets pregnant, she doesn't know who the father is because yes. obviously she's not just sleeping with Cliff. Correct. And so Cliff's like, well, it could be my baby, so we could have a nice family. And he does
0: a stand-up guy thing and he's yeah. like, let's do it. Like let's have have this family and this life together. And I think then they get sort of like side-blinded by these ideals of being these perfect normal people that are going to yeah. have, you know, this perfectly marvellous life together that, you know, the white picket fence and the family and the house and, you know, that kind of thing.
1: And as soon as that happens, that's when like the subplot kind of takes over a little bit. Yes. With uh, Fräulein Schneider and her Schultz.
0: Oh, I love them so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two older people just like, oh, <laughs> a fruit shop owner and a- and a- a landlady. Yeah, landlady,
0: yeah. yeah. The thing I love about this show is that there's literally like three or four like plots going yeah. on at once, and it touches on so many issues. Like it touches on like the elderly still like having love and like having a life together, yeah. and then it touches on like prostitution with like um the cost upstairs yeah. like and like Schultz's house. And like the
1: morality because yeah. Fraulein. Schneider, Schneider has had her schultz in her rooms, Yes. But then she catches Fräulein Sch- uh, Kost Cost. with a gentleman in her room and she's like, no, you're not allowed to do that yeah, in my house. totally.
0: <laughs> and then, you know, obviously then there's the, you know, um, particularly for the 60s, like the having a baby before marriage sort yeah, of situation, the all cabaret of under club. Under the umbrella
1: of Nazis coming. Oh,
0: <laughs> under the – it's just amazing. Like, <laughs> because too when Kost
1: has the argument with Schneider – she says, "Well, you're marrying a Jew. Maybe we're just gonna sing one of the Nazi anthems at you. Which Maybe that's what we're gonna is do."
0: just the most harrowing moment right? in the world. Like when I did it, we just had like a small boy singing the beginning of that song, and I was literally <laughs> like, "This is so creepy, but I like it. But it's bad, you know." Like it was just like ah,
1: oh, like I so, know in in later in later versions of because this show has been rewritten oh my and God. redone and redone and redone. Sixteen
0: thousand versions.
1: Uh they it, the first time you hear it in the kick clack Kit Kat Club. Yes. Um, it starts out with like a waiter singing, but then in later versions it's turned into the MC playing a record.
0: Yeah, of, right.
1: Of a boy soprano singing it. Yes. But then when Cost sings it and everyone kind of joins in.
0: Joins in, in, in at the their house. party, at yeah, their, engagement their engagement party. party. Oh what Schneider and Schultz. A terrible person. <laughs> what a bitch it was like <laughs>
1: you're marrying a jewish person so let's just sing an anti jewish song correct mm. yeah
0: but and also like that ties into the fact that like none of them really knew what was coming as yeah. far as like all of this nazi stuff was concerned because you know essentially like as i said before like germany was going through this terrible economic time and yeah. hitler was like the person that basically got them out of he's that like it, yeah. yeah like you know as much as he's a psychopath like he was a good economist and you know he sorted yeah. he sorted them out and so of course everyone was just going to go along with it because they'd spent like the last 10 years or so like hating the fact that they were german because everyone in the world hated them because yeah. of world war 1 and he brought back that sense of like nationalism and so of course you know young people were being influenced because they had somewhere to go to rather and that's, than –
1: that's why it's so great. Like the th- whole first act is about interpersonal stuff and yeah. finding love and yeah. old people having feelings and then morality and then all of a sudden the yeah. Nazis <laughs> – because like no one's paying attention to it. It's, it's always kind of just in the background, just just mentioned like the troubles or yep. whatever. And then all of a sudden it is the main plot point at the end of act one.
0: Absolutely. And it's, yeah, and it's that's why I love it. It's so like layered. And then it goes into the second act then, which is obviously like, Sally wanting to continue her like her lifestyle, her celebrity fame lifestyle, inverted commas, um, and you know maybe not loving this idea of the white picket fence life, and Cliff kind of getting really into it and trying to pull her away from that world a bit more, and so that's like another thing that they're discussing of like a woman wanting to have a career and having her own life versus sitting down and having children, which for the sixties, like holy hell, like that is awesome.
1: A discussion of the moment, right?
0: Like women can have careers too, guys like you know like back then it was kind of that, um, and then, yeah, obviously then then Schneider breaking it off with Schultz like yeah. because of his like race and oh, well, well, they, religion. They, they, sorry, well,
1: there are a couple of uh attacks, that's right, so, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and she can't deal with it anymore, and like you know letting letting basically like the Nazis destroy her happiness, like yeah. Oh, 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 and then, you know, of course, the giant bomb, which is that Sally just ends up getting rid of the kid. Yeah. And, that's,
1: and has a meltdown on stage. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is
0: the song Cabaret, which okay. is hilarious because until I did this show, like, Cabaret was my go-to audition song. And, I, you know, of course you sing it in the happy, like, Yeah, because
1: it's like, oh, like, just come the to the Cabaret, life's yeah. good.
0: It's great. Like, come, <laughs> don't sit it alone in your room. It's great. It's <laughs> the best thing ever. And it's actually when I did the show, it was like, Oh, she's just had an abortion and literally <laughs> walked on stage. Eww. This is a terrifyingly harrowing song. Like, you know. <laughs> oh my god!
1: I need more mascara.
0: I know, baby musical <laughs> Tash. Like, what were you doing? And yeah, I guess you don't really sort of look into those things until you've until you've done the show until you do the research. Yeah. yeah. Um, because some people like actually in some versions it's a little less obvious that it's an abortion, and so they like kind of. Don't play that. Again, card. it's
1: very implied because, yeah. again, you don't want to like go out and say explicitly what's happened. Like yeah. something has happened. Yeah. So it's up to you to infer what it is. Yeah. And so it really is up to the kind of the director and whatever is how much they want to push that point.
0: Yeah. And want to imply that point because, you know, if they're, you know, if the director happens to be super religious, for example, then yeah, they may absolutely. just be like, oh, she's just having a mental breakdown. <laughs> she like, just
1: yeah, she just doesn't want to be with, with, with Cliff, Cliff anymore.
0: anymore. Oh, that's a bad breakup. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, and then obviously the MC as that kind of like character kind of driving the driving the different issues and you also see like a lot of his songs are actually mirrors as to what is happening in the show as well. Like, you know, like if you could see her through my eyes is kind of almost like a mirror to like Schultz and Schneider and being like, Hey, see past the fact that he's a inverted commas gorilla slash Jew, you know, like, and like love him anyway. Um, And so, yeah, there's just so many, like, cool, like, conventions in it and there's so many layers and that's why I'm obsessed with it. I love it. I love it.
1: (laughs) And so at the end, of course, they don't have the happy ending. No. And the Nazis come to power. Yeah. And it's not alternative history, unfortunately. No, I wish. (laughs) And, and yeah, so that's that's where it –
0: and it's just like this devastating ending which most musicals like that doesn't happen right yeah.
1: and i th- but i think when you are dealing with the nazis like this is the exact correct way to deal with it like let's not yeah. let's, let's s- not say like the nazis are a thing but everyone's happy anyway yeah. it's like <laughs>
0: could you imagine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done candor and ev uh, are you pro nazi no <laughs> i yeah exactly and i think that puts away like obviously because it's so deeply rooted in history that that makes it a lot more I guess for me like important because you know I mean especially like for for this show Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know like I honestly learned so much about Nazi Germany as a result of doing this show and now I'm literally obsessed with World War II history like (laughs) I cannot get enough of it.
1: (laughs) The Nazis are a very interesting time in history because they show exactly what people are capable of in the right conditions Mm -hmm. Um, and I think this show Approaches it from a very human perspective. And yeah. like, you're not paying attention because you're so obsessed with your own lives. But when you, this is what happens when you don't pay attention. Yes. Is take the passive least resistance and. Is what happens,
0: and you let evil happen in the meantime, <laughs> which is why I think it's all—it's a still like a very relevant show, yeah, uh, absolutely, in particular with right everything now. that's going on <laughs> in the world right now.
1: Um, so we do have to discuss the differences between the film and the show, yes, because the film is honestly easily one of my favorite musical films of all time. Yeah, um, so that's the one with uh, Liza Minnelli, of, of course, playing course, Sally Bowles, <laughs> <laughs> playing an American, an Sally American Bolls. Sally
0: Bowles, even though. Uh, yeah, cool.
1: With a British cliff,
0: yeah. <laughs> well done, Liza. <laughs> I'm not going to learn a new accent. No, no.
1: So it is fairly similar in Act One, except it really kind of downplays Schneider and Schultz. That's they're really background characters. Yeah. Um, Sally is already a tenant at Schneider's house. That's but then right. She can't pay her rent, so she moves in with into Cliff's rooms yes. instead. Yes. Yes. Um, but then there is uh, a, a, a British, uh, not a British, a German uh, n- a nobleman yes. who basically comes to the club and it, becomes infatuated with them both and takes them away. And this is, and it might be his baby or Cliff's baby.
0: Yeah, right. So, and then also Cliff and him are kind yeah, of, yeah, so as when well. It,
1: when they kind of have this chat about, what's going on and they have an argument and Sally comes out and says well I'm sleeping with this this nobleman and Cliff's like well so am I and <laughs> <Three> songs.
0: <laughs> love triangles always good yeah
1: and so then of course it 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 takes it takes a pretty similar track from there yes um with a few of the songs chopped out and changed around definitely um, yeah
0: because Perfectly Marvelous uh, isn't in the movie, is it? No, it no. is not. Yeah. And then, yeah. and in She so-
1: says Perfectly Marvelous, but she doesn't sing it. That,
0: yeah, because I guess that, uh, well, that in the musical they've got more of a connection, just Cliff and Sally as being together, so that would make no sense if they're trying yeah. to play this whole like, love triangle situation. So. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> Schneider and Schultz are kind of replaced by Max and um, the the young lady Landauer.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: This, got. Because Max in the show is kind of part of the Nazi party. Yes, that's right. in the movie, he's actually um he's an undercover Jew,
0: yeah. so yes,
1: he's Jewish, but he doesn't practice and he denies it mm-hmm. and he falls in love with this uh well to do heiress, Jewish heiress, and so the conflict with the Nazis comes in through that rather than through Schneider and Schultz.
0: Yeah, which is so sad because Schneider and Schultz is Such a great story. Oh, it just like melts my heart every time. (laughs) Like that pineapple song, like oh my goodness, like how something so simple could just crush you is amazing. But it's interesting how they did change it so much for the movie and I honestly think it's because they had Liza and they were like let's make more of this about – Sally Bowles because in the actual musical, like when I played it, like I actually realised that, oh, I'm only on stage for sort of half of the show rather than, you know, the movie where you watch it and she's literally in every scene almost. So, um, yeah, maybe that's why, like they had to pay a lot of money for Liza. They had to (laughs) change it around (laughs) so that she could get more airtime. Well, I
1: also think they wanted to make something of uh, Isha Wood's uh homosexuality. So yes. they wanted to, I think they wanted to incorporate more of that truth into the Definitely. movie as well.
0: Because the movie um, came out in the eighties? Is that the right? The movie
1: came out seventy two.
0: Seventy two. Oh yeah. wow. That's yeah, yeah, wow. That's quite cool. Like So it was five is, years after
1: after yeah, the original Broadway.
0: See, that's awesome. Like yeah. and especially, yeah, for back then, like for, Talking so openly about homosexuality oh I think God. I think
1: film got away With a bit more than definitely. musical theatre did And then yeah that's why it's one of my Favourites because it is kind of one of the ones that brings That into yeah. discussion it's the first Bisexual like character that I Was aware of yeah true like, in Going back yep, so, yeah definitely Alright well I think that's a good Place to stop and so we can come Back and talk about that pineapple song And all the other oh songs God, the that are in song, the show love it.
0: Yes let's do it <laughs>
1: Okay, so there have been a, there are a lot of songs in the show and there have been a lot of changes to which songs are sung by which person or taken out and replaced. Oh my
0: god, it's so confusing.
1: So rather than just read through them all. Yes. Are there any songs that you 100% want to have a talk about? Because Mm -hmm. I have – there are a lot – particularly probably my favourite song in the show is If You Could See Her Through My Eyes or The Gorilla Song. Yes,
0: The Gorilla Song. (laughs) Two Ladies, also a classic. Two Ladies lots of fun. Oh, so great. (laughs) And Money. Money. Money is a good song and like learning those words is very fun. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, What else is a really good song? Uh, Maybe This Time –
1: Maybe this time. Yeah, which yeah. actually
0: isn't in a lot of the musical it's u- versions. It's usually
1: not in the musical. Yeah. Uh, but it was written by Kander and Ebb for the film. Yes. So it is kind of – it is legit part of the the cabaret World. phenomenon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it is such a great song. Like I love singing that song. Oh, it's great.
0: Yeah. It, it applies for like, you know, boy, girl, anyone Absolutely. in between. Like anyone yeah. can sing that song and it's just like – it just makes you feel all the feels, um, which I appreciate. Um, I obviously love Cabaret as a song, but it's, you know, it's now not my party piece go-to situation. It's uh, tough
1: because so many people sing it without that knowledge. story behind it. Yeah. And so it's it's really hard to appreciate it that way, even though it is, like you said, like if you're not aware of it, like it's a great song yeah, it's, for it's fun awesome. time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But and it's also then if you are aware of it, it's like how do I then walk into this like being like I've just had an abortion and everything's falling down yeah, around me like that's right? a lot like, of
1: baggage to bring into a song huge
0: to start out like Hi I'm Tash York I'd just like to audition for the part of Eponine <laughs> uh, like you know and then it's just like having a breakdown it's like excuse like you can't do that please I mean, don't sing cabaret honestly, for an Eponine audition if someone that's
1: walked into an audition and had a breakdown during cabaret like. It would be impressive. But
0: it'd Hopefully, be a lot. Yeah,
1: it would be a lot. <laughs> be like, Are you okay? You'd
0: be like, Are you this good because you're actually mental? Or <laughs> 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 You know, you know, you gotta I yeah. don't know. It depends. It'd be like a good callback song, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Just go stick with maybe this time. It's a much better it's <laughs> there's a much better like emotional flow through that you can take people on a journey. Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely. Um and then well we have Sally's Two introduction songs, so Don't Tell Mama and Mine Hair.
0: Oh my god, I forgot about Don't Tell Mama. Yeah. That's a good one. Don't That's, tell Mama. Yeah. That
1: that is a party song.
0: Oh right? yeah. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. Oops.
1: <laughs> I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and always like, you know, the curry that goes with that yeah. situation <laughs> is just super cute. Like.
1: Well, yeah, especially the the fossy stuff that appeared in uh, <laughs> in the movie Oh yes. Mine Hair.
0: Oh, Mine yeah. Hair, which also is in, in a lot of the Sometimes musicals. Sometimes not in there. Yeah, yeah, which I was devastated about uh, <laughs> personally. I was like, what? <laughs> I want to dance on a chair. But then we did Don't Tell Mama on chairs in the version that I did. Right. So it, it yeah. was like a little nod to the yeah. Mine Hair situation, which, which I thought was cute. Um, I'm a bad chair dancer though. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's good to
1: find that out at some point.
0: Absolutely, you know.
1: uh, (laughs) It's like, am I a chair dancer or not?
0: (laughs) And that's when I knew I was never cut out for musical (laughs) theatre.
1: I I would like to mention also the opening number of Vilcomen with MC because that is possibly one of the most iconic musical theatre songs. Absolutely. Um, And I love almost every version I've seen of it is different to the last one I've seen of it and is just as good. Like there's so many ways to interpret it.
0: So I saw Cabaret when I was in Berlin actually um, and it was all in German. And it was so amazing because like it was about three or four years after I'd done the show. So like I still kind of like knew what was supposed to be happening, right? And um, Wilkman, like, you know, they pretty much sang it exactly the same, yeah, which was awesome. Because it's like, three languages. Because it's three languages. <laughs> so I was like, this is amazing. Like, but actually when I went to it, I wasn't quite sure if it would all be in German or not. <laughs> because obviously like in Germany they speak English as well. So yeah. I was like, oh, it might be. And then anyway, it was all in German, which was <laughs> fine. Um, but they had like everyone in the audience and they're like – the MC like came from like it was in this big like huge like spiegel tent kind of thing yeah, and the MC yeah. like came from the roof like wow. on like a big yeah, round yeah. like um circle thing. Wow I'm using really good words. Anyway, like he was on a big hoop like in the middle of the air and then like basically like was drawn down onto like this big table. And then they had all the tables connected together and he just kind of like walked from table to table like saying nice. welcome yeah, to people. Yeah. And I was just like that is quite possibly the <laughs> best comment I've ever seen like why, why isn't everyone doing why that? aren't we all using Ariel in music theater <laughs> come on guys oh,
1: I think we we do need to at least talk about uh it couldn't please me more a pineapple oh. which is Schneider and herschel's
0: oh, the pineapple song <laughs> like crushes me like I have a huge like soft spot for old people love like I'm just so about it Ash, but
1: you are talking my language
0: <sighs> like if I old see
1: people having feelings. Oh.
0: <laughs> right. Like, if I see an old, like, old people holding hands or like opening a door or something, I literally am just like, it's so beautiful. Oh, I can't handle it. Um, because old people know how to have feelings because yeah. they didn't have the internet. So no. they just talk about stuff and be real people and not yeah. write a Facebook status about it, just, right?
1: They're just not ironic about feelings. <laughs>
0: Correct. It's like,
1: oh, love, yeah. I guess. Yuck. Oh. You want to marry me or something?
0: Cool. <laughs> Maybe, maybe never. Oh, I don't want to get <laughs> married. Yuck, the patriarchy. Ugh. You know, like old people are just like the best. They're just like they call a spade a spade and I'm into it. Anyway, we've gone to a completely different topic here, but that pineapple song. No,
1: pineapple song. Oh,
0: and it's like at the same time, it's like talking about that economic time of that. A pineapple is yeah, like is the same. Gift. It's a huge gift. Like yeah. it. It's like someone giving me a jet. Yes. Like, honestly, <laughs> that is the equivalent that that care and love for that pineapple yeah. is taken with. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, so cute.
1: And finally, I need to talk about a song that I'm guilty about liking. Oh. Tomorrow Belongs to Me. <gasps> it's a great song song it's, it's so rousing it is rousing. It's like why are you not yes
0: yeah no i'm with you I'm, no but that's how that's how they, did, that's it, how they right? did it like they you know as i was saying before like that feeling connected that yeah. being part of a community that oh yeah there's hope for us rah, like of course it's a rousing song of course they make it like catchy and good yeah. and people want to love it like I get it, Ugh. but it's still like that image of it's like
1: you can't you can't sing that in audition. You can't do it.
0: Well you could. <laughs> well, <laughs> it very, wouldn't go well. Very specific
1: kind of panel.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've not really heard of many fascists producing musicals. <laughs> no, um, not, it's not, it's not, not quite, you know, it's usually actually the other select. end, <laughs> usually. It's usually more Jewish people producing musicals <laughs> than uh, anti white uh, supremacists. So, you know, but, you know, maybe. Well,
1: you know, Jewish people usually have a pretty good sense of humor.
0: True. Yeah, you'd have to know them pretty well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, is there any other songs you you really want to talk? I I real I do want to mention uh, the Will Common at the start and then Will Common reprise yes at the very end. Like yes. that is a really really great way to like top tail a show with with kind of the MC.
0: MC- uh, yeah. Yeah, MC- into Nazi. Oh yeah oh m c he's just but that's the thing like that's why that's why there are those theories that he 's like not even not that, real, yeah. right because he 's so ethereal and just kind of like almost like a little puppeteer like moving them around yeah, through the motions yeah. of what 's happening, and so that is obviously like a classic like narrator type um Tool to then like bring a song that's from the beginning to the end. And I think in the version that I did as well, like all of the characters then sang Vilcommon at the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was then like this whole, like, I guess, like nod to, like, oh, well, don't do this again, world. Like, don't repeat history. Yeah. You know, like, and so just, I just love a good device. I love a good, (laughs) I love a good narrating device. Used well. Used used well. well. It's what it's about. Excellent, into it, so into it.
1: All right, well, let's take a break and we will come back and talk about who has been in it. And spoiler alert, it's almost everyone. (laughs) What? (laughs) All right, this has been revived on Broadway four times. What? Four times. (laughs) Well, no, it's been on Broadway four times, the original and three revivals. So there are four shows that have had more, that have been on Broadway more than that. Uh-huh. Porgy and Bess, Showboat, The Three Penny Opera, and Guys and Dolls. Then there are a lot that kind of tie with it. Okay. But, yeah, yeah just just to give you an idea of how many people have been in it. Yeah. Trillions. So, <laughs> trillions. <laughs> Let's Everyone. talk about the MC. Oh. MC and Sally Bowles are really the leads in my heart. Yes. Um. Clifford and then for Alan Schneider after that. Yep. So the original MC and in my heart the best MC is Joel Grey. 100%. Yeah, I'm with so you. he was the original Broadway and the 72 film and the 87 Broadway revival.
0: Damn. So See, he came back twice. Proofs in the pudding, right? Like, yeah. you know yeah. that he's been there three <laughs> times like.
1: Well, I will say Alan Cumming who who did the ninety three London revival mm-hmm. came back to do the ninety eight Broadway revival Ooh. and the two thousand fourteen Broadway revival. And both of them have won a Tony for it.
0: Well yeah. I mean, look, I'm not like I'm not discrediting Alan Cumming, Al- Alan is- Cumming like Incredible, right? Yeah, but, but
1: in my heart, it's always Joel Gray. Yeah, same.
0: Like that's what I think of. Right <laughs> yeah. when I think of the MC, that's like straight up. Like, I mean,
1: off mic, I did say, "Who's your MC? Is it Joel Gray?" Yeah, <laughs> is yeah, it yeah. And upcoming? I was like, it's "Definitely Joel <laughs> Gray." Sorry. Um. So uh, other notable ones have been Will Young, mm-hmm. who won Pop Idol, I think. Oh, he was he won the first Pop Idol, right? Um. So he did the 2012 London revival and the 2017 UK tour. Mm-hmm. Um but he's quite talented and I really love him in the movie Mrs. Henderson presents mm-hmm. which is uh Dame Judy Dench film about set during World War II about uh the, the 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 uh uh what is the music house that never closed yeah right. Okay, well, and there you he go. was kind of their leading man. Speaking of Judy Dench. I was gonna say
0: because <laughs> Judy Dench played Sally Bowles. In the
1: original London.
0: Yeah. Great
1: reviews. Wow, um, she's a and legend. She's not a strong singer, but she has done stuff on Broadway before. Like she she did uh oh I've forgotten it now. Send in the clowns. Uh
0: oh uh, um I know doing music. Doing
1: Yeah. Uh I have all the fans are going to kill me. Yes, she she sang that, and that is by all accounts the definitive version of that song. Yes,
0: yes, I've heard that before as well.
1: So, you know. um, I will see if I can find any recordings of Judy Dench in, oh. as Sally Bowles. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but uh, so the original was Jill Hayworth in on Broadway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then of course Liza Minnelli in yep. the '72 film. Uh, going through, uh, so Kelly Hunter. Alison Reed, Jane Horrocks, Natasha Richardson, Anna Maxwell. Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. always listened
0: to her recordings. Like when I was learning the show, I listened to her recordings a lot. Um, and. Yeah, she she by all accounts is like a like m- more of an actor than a singer to originally. Yeah. So, which I always kind of approached the role with that sort of which is why probably Sally Judy Dench did so yeah, well as well. Sally
1: isn't meant to be a great performer; she's nah. kind of meant to be this second rate performer that kind of got this gig at the cabaret by sleeping with the owner.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to be honest, like the songs aren't that like hard, right? Yes, yeah. Um and. You've got like an emotional toil to go through and whatnot. And the original, the actual original, like scored version of cabaret that I ended up doing, like goes down really low. <laughs> like it yeah. goes down to like, <laughs> I think like a low B or something like <laughs> stupid. Like, and so it's actually written for like a speak singer, right? It's not yeah. like, yeah. you know, your soprano or anything like that. It's actually like an alto role. I think the highest it goes to is like a C and that's it. Yeah. Like, so it's really like made for that, which is good because like she goes through so much. You couldn't just You have, can't
1: sing through you that can't sing turmoil. your way through that. No, yeah. no
0: way. No way at all.
1: Uh so other Sally's have been Anna Maxwell Martin, mm-hmm. Michelle Ryan, Michelle Williams in the 2014 revival. Uh, and uh Andrea Goss and Louise Red mm. I'm not familiar with many of those no, names. No, I wasn't either. But I'm sure I'm they sure were great. They grand. were all great. Yes. Yes. Because they were. Sally is Sally is such a fun role.
0: It's, well, yeah, fun. Uh
1: (laughs) I think it's, well, as an actor, like it it gives you so much to work with. Oh, definitely. Not like – Fun in like a legally blonde Kind of way Correct.
0: <laughs> Like sometimes you leave The theatre and being like I don't want To talk to anyone I I'm really need, I went there I went there and it's sad I'm,
1: gonna, I'm, just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna sit on an armchair and curl up For an hour or so
0: The idea of Sally Bowles is a fun character yes. Though right like and even when I Got into the cabaret world like My brain was like I'm just gonna be like The Sally Bowles <laughs> of cabaret you know Like paint my fingernails green Sleep with the <laughs> owner be Drunk all the time, you know. That's how you succeed. And yeah, that's how you succeed. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the only thing we really had in common was that I drank a lot and I had no money for ages. Yeah. But like, you know, that was fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> living my best hashtag Sally Bowles life. Uh-
1: <laughs> so we'll we'll rush through the cliffs. Uh, Bert Convy in the original Broadway. Kevin Colson in the original London. Michael York in the two 2000- thousand in the, the nineteen seventy two film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Peter Land. Greg Edelman. Adam Godley, John Benjamin Hickey, Michael Hayden, Matt Rawl, Bill Heck, Lee Aaron Rosen, and Charles Haggerty.
0: Cliff is such a hard role to play. It is. Like you actually want to hate him. Like there's a bit of you that's just like, come on, mate, what are you doing here? Like what's happening? Well, he
1: is the patriarchy. Yeah. Really? Very true. Except in the movie. Yeah, right. Except in the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, you can't like – Because, obviously, what he does to Sally and then, like, you know, why is he even there? And, um, you know, in the musical, he's American. And Americans back then were kind of like, yeah, well, you know, you got – Real
1: isolationists, yeah. Yeah,
0: totally. It's like, well, you, you know – Left everyone be by the end of World War One, like so. Everyone kind of was a bit like Ugh, America, <laughs> like you know, they they were just like, No, we're not in the Allies, see ya. Um, which they came back to because they had to, um, but anyway, I'm just being a history nerd, like a loser. Uh, but yeah, he was kind of like, Even in the show when I did it, like the guy that I had to do it with, like I was just like, I like you in real life, but God, I hate you as Cliff. Yeah. Like, it's yep. just like, Ah, oh.
1: um. So the original Broadway was Lottie Lenya. Do you know Lottie Lenya? No. So she was married to Kurt Weill uh, ah. and a very famous uh, actress of the time, uh, German and English speaking. Great. Um, and then the original London was Leila Kodrova and Elizabeth Newman-Viertel was the movie. Yeah, right. um
0: This is the cost, is that right? This, this is Schneider. Oh, Schneider. Schneider. Gotcha. Okay, yep. yeah.
1: Um, now, apparently uh, – so in the London Revival, Vivienne Martin, Regina Resnick. That name seems like it should be familiar to me, but mm. it is not. <laughs> uh, just
0: being honest. Yeah, you know, I,
1: I wish I knew more of these names. Um, In the 2014 Linda Eamond and in the uh, 98 Broadway it was Mary Louise Wilson. Nice. So that's all I'm going to go through because There's literally... this table is intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about our Dreamcast. Yeah. Who will appear in our Dreamcast of Cabaret?
0: Well, can we have Joel Grey back?
1: Yes. Can we do that? I will that? say yes, we can. Yes. Um, He's very old now. Well, and it is a big role, but.
0: What I'm, about time traveling? Um, what time uh, traveling,
1: <laughs> I'm I'm not, fine. Yeah, like yeah, like we'll get our scientists onto it. Exactly. We,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like Arnold Schwarzenegger just did like another Terminator. Like they can do a lot with like you know facial stuff at the moment. Uh, <laughs> or you know who could be an interesting an interesting person? And this might be a bit weird, but maybe like RuPaul or something like that. <gasps> I love that how good would that be yeah Yeah. and also having a colored person like in that world and all that sort of thing like i reckon rupaul would be awesome as mp mp mc (laughs) 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 member of parliament Uh (laughs) (laughs) um
1: yes okay i i'm down with rupaul in that because again it's not it is all about performance and facade, yeah. And there is definitely drag element to it. Exactly. And You saw Joel Grey kind of took this kind of music hall goofy approach to it, mm. whereas Alan Cumming took like a very hypersexualized, yeah, uh, kind of approach to it. I would love to see kind of a modern, a, a modern, I guess, modern. Musical approach with like the drag performance,
0: yeah, totally, and I guess like that ambu- like ambiguity of like gender yeah, as well, absolutely. like because I think that would like modernize like what that role is into like what that role would serve a purpose to now, yeah, you know, because obviously like when they were playing those roles at those particular times, like that was what spoke to them as to like what they should tease out. Whereas like, you know, now like there's a whole bunch of discussion on like gender and should it exist and blah, 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 blah. So if, you know, there was that kind of like genderless being.
1: take that all the way through like the dancing girls just being all made up in drag, whether they're men or women. Exactly. How good would that be? That'd be be
0: so amazing. I'd love that.
1: RuPaul that's a good cast yeah I didn't even think of RuPaul yeah Yeah. it just came to me then
0: I was like oh yeah who's like someone that's (laughs) I don't know I guess like uh, timeless and someone that's like
1: he has not aged
0: no no. (laughs) it's like Pharrell like I don't get it like how how I want it
1: I want it in my (sighs) life he's just a moisturizer but we all know that it's not just Moisturizer.
0: <laughs> some sort of, like, essence from some sort of out of space thing or something. So
1: what about Sally?
0: Mm. Now, we
1: don't have to cast her as, like, a singer-singer. Yep, Like cool. she, We've spoken
0: that she's more of an actor. She so. is more of an actor, yeah. Oh, I really don't know. It's really tough. Like, because... <laughs> You need like I I understand why they cast someone like Liza in the movie, right? Yeah. Like because Liza's iconic. So again, like MC, it needs to be someone who's iconic. It needs to be someone who I guess is charismatic as well, like because she'd sort of like light up a whole room and all that kind of thing. So it's really tough to like tick all the boxes for me. I'm I'm really like what 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 are you what are you kind of thinking? And maybe like I can get some more inspiration from there because I'm really unsure.
1: Well. I don't know I don't know how it would work because she's not the right style that I'm thinking of, like but I did think Leah Michelle okay, but just because she's such a powerful presence, mm. and like yes, she's got a magnificent voice, and I have seen her act her heart out, yeah, but she's not the right kind of vulnerable for Sally ball, yeah, totally, but Sally like. Has to be that powerhouse up the in the first act and then totally break Broken. in the second. Yeah, it's um,
0: tough.
1: So yeah, it, it's a it's a tough call. I also Lena Hall maybe. Yeah, play with that because she was in Hedwig. Yeah, and so that's she's true. played with that gender sort of sort thing of before. Uh, yeah, that, that
0: bisexual situation yeah. as well. That yeah would go anywhere kind of vibe. Yeah, no, I'm into that. I'm into that as Speaking well. Speaking
1: of Hedwig, uh, my pick for MC. RuPaul definitely gets it, but MPH was my pick for MC. Ah, yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. Very much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: So those are the two big ones for me. I don't have strong opinions on Clear for Fraulein Schneider.
0: What um, about like
1: Bet for Fraulein Schneider? Just like <laughs> <laughs> I yep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How yeah. fun!
0: Like it would be the campus <laughs> cabaret in the world. Rupaul, and Rupaul, Bette Midler. <laughs> like, oh. hello, producers! Listen to this because yes. you could. Kill we are it. doing
1: like, your job for you. Are you, right?
0: Like, oh my goodness! And
1: Bette is free now. She's she's out of Dolly. You're welcome. So you're welcome. You know, you're welcome. <laughs>
0: And then we just get all of, like, the all-stars of RuPaul's Drag Race to play, like, all of the, you know, like, yeah. Kit Kat Club girls.
1: Absolutely. Um, Do a movie. This should be a movie. It should
0: 100% be a movie. And in
1: the movie, Herschelts should be in McKellen. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so into that. And maybe, like, Bianca Del Rio plays Liza. <laughs> oh. Or cost. Or, or cost. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I think this is just turning into a RuPaul cabaret, uh, it is. but I'm really it into is. it. Uh.
1: I'm okay. <laughs> this this is our dream task. We can do whatever we want.
0: <laughs> but honestly, RuPaul and Bett Midler are the same thing. Like, I would literally have kittens. Like, it would be
1: incredible. Ru, I'm here for this.
0: Sort it out. Mister- Michelle Visage Michelle as, as cost. <gasps>
1: <laughs> yes, yep, good Yeah, yeah, Yeah. great Done
0: And then Todrick Hall could be Cliff And then, you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> Todrick Hall, I think it should be band leader Yeah, true, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely Alright, <laughs> okay All right. Okay. <laughs> all right sorry. We've done this We've it's done it, done. we've nailed Perfect. it Nailed it <laughs> Clearly you can tell I am not in the music theatre world anymore <laughs> I'm just all about campness hey, High camp I all the time <laughs> Yeah, true, yeah, true, true, true <laughs>
1: All right, what top five lists will Cabaret belong on? Like- so if it's going to appear on a top five list, uh- what top five lists would it appear on? I would say top five musicals dealing with Nazis.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Uh, top five musicals dealing with bisexuality.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I would say top five breakdown songs.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, if not number one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Let's be real. Uh, probably top five musicals um, like like sexiness-wise. Sure, like,
1: you can definitely put it up yeah, there.
0: Yeah, I didn't really make that a good top five. <laughs> uh, top five like sexiness-wise musicals. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, that just makes it a more obscure top five. That's what great. else would you put? Like Hedwig, uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could put La maybe. maybe.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Um. Sexy style Chicago. Oh, I was going to say Chicago, yeah.
0: definitely, definitely.
1: I think Cabaret would. It's would, sexy. Yeah, I think it's pretty close to the top. Yeah. 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 It's especially good. after Alan Cummings. Uh, was in it, so yeah, yeah,
0: and also just like that overtly sexual nature as well, Absolutely. like that that kind of yeah, it's and kind subversive of
1: subversive sexual as well.
0: It's kind of like almost like one of the only shows that like deeply deals with like that, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> deeply, <laughs> real deep. Depending on how it's directed, obviously, <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah. Top I'll-
1: five songs about a piece of fruit. <laughs>
0: It is the top song about a piece of fruit. <laughs> let's be honest, uh, pineapples are the best, and that is the cutest song ever. Uh, top five: old people love stories, oh maybe, maybe not quite. Actually, uh, no.
1: I think old people specifically love stories. I think you've probably got it there. Yeah, all right. Um, it's definitely on the list. Of, like. I've discovered doing this podcast that I have a real soft spot for old people feeling things. Oh Not just love, but like like mother, mother child or father child. I'm uh-huh. like, oh uh-huh. so I was just thinking like there's a lot of that sort of thing, but definitely love stories. Love stories. Though. I think it's it's pretty close to the top. Yeah. Um I would say top five top and tail songs. Yes. So Will Common being yep. at the at the start and at the end.
0: Yep, top five like number of bangers that's come out of a musical.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Because any number like maybe seven or eight, maybe nine of these like you would just sing. You you'd know out them. of context. You
0: would know yeah. the songs. Yeah.
1: Don't tell mama. Mine hair. Two ladies.
0: Maybe this time.
1: Maybe this time. everyone uh, money. In that rap. Oh yeah. Uh, if you could see it through my eyes, cabaret. <laughs> Welcome. Okay, so that's that's.
0: That's like 13. eight or nine. Yeah, <laughs> that is seven hundred. Do you know? What I, but the whole the whole show, like when you yeah. open up, it's not like when you open up a score of a show and that you kind of know, and then you're like, "What is this song? I never even knew this existed." What is this song "Forever"? Yeah. <laughs> but like this show, I like opened the score and I was like, "Oh yeah, this one. Oh yeah, this one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah." Like except for I think the only song I didn't really know was "Perfectly Marvelous." Yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Excuse, what is this song? Um, really? Yuck." <laughs>
1: um, I would say. Um, a way to frame it, top five characters with a broad interpretation Mm -hmm. for the MC. Totally. Because if you've got Joel Grey or Alan Cumming, like that's a big spectrum that you could fit somewhere in. Um,
0: Even Sally, though, to be fair. Even Sally, yeah. Like, because, you know, like. Obviously, Liza coined that whole, like, oh, short hair and, like, you know, erratic behavior and blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of versions where she's got, like, blonde hair or the most recent touring Australian cast, she had red hair. Like, you know, the the look and, like, feel of the Sally character. Like, as long as they nail that, like, vulnerability and that lovable nature can really be anyone in between, you know? Like, it's kind of, I kind of love that about it. That Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. she's not she's not necessarily um, stereotypically attractive as well. So yeah, in that, yeah. um, you get you know these sort of really interesting uh, looking people.
1: Because she's she is kind of about that artifice. Like, oh, look at my green nails. Yes, so Look, look yeah. at the way that I've cut my hair. Look at this prominent beauty spot that I've put on my face somewhere.
0: Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. And oh, I'm just gonna wear a big giant fur coat around as well, like because I'm so hot. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's like this beauty within, yet all she tries to do is show this like. Bolstered, like, oh, I'm such a glam queen, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. But she represents this androgynous almost, like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, it's bizarre. It's the again, that whole subversion thing, like, it's this show is full of it in so many ways. Yeah. Like,
1: what about our top five shows set in a nightclub?
0: Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think
1: you would get Lacage, yes, uh, bullets over Broadway a little bit in a nightclub.
0: Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, do, a nightclub exists. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, any any other top fives?
0: Mm, don't think so. Top five musical that's been rewritten about a bajillion times and has six thousand versions. Uh, yep, yeah,
1: yeah, easily. Um, I would I would also put it on my top five favorite mu- movie musicals.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. My yeah.
1: my personal list, yeah. like I'm no. not going to say like of all time. No, I'm with it you. It deserves a mention in that conversation um, at least. But, yeah, it's definitely on my.
0: Unless you're a purist one way or the other, that's the only time where like that <laughs> doesn't work because like the movie is like pretty different yes. <laughs> to the actual yeah. musical. <laughs> but, I mean, because they got Candor and Ebbed involved with it, exactly I'm kind right, of yeah. a bit like, well, it's just another version. And it was
1: only five years after the original Exactly. Well, so. so I'm
0: kind of a bit like meh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All hey. right. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back with the lessons we've learned. What lessons have you learned from Cabaret Dash?
0: Well, that sometimes being a showgirl means that you have to let go of your personal life ex- <laughs> ex- situation. No, <laughs> but that sometimes. Right, yeah. But that sometimes you know, like having a dream and having a career can sometimes cost you relationships. Um, mm. That was definitely when I played the role was something that was kind of paralleling in my life at the time. So for me, that was <laughs> that uh, I've learned heaps about uh, <laughs> world war two history yeah. and pre world war two and uh, you know, Berlin nightclubs and all that <laughs> sort of jazz. And, um, and also I guess it was kind of my first experience cuz I did this in what like 2010 I think so it was like 8 years ago. Oh, um no. yeah. <laughs> Shh. Uh, and it was my first experience of this idea of like um I guess kind of like that sexuality and gender and stuff is very fluid. Yeah, like that yeah. was which so I mean I never didn't appreciate that I just kind of didn't really like think about it, it or knew really it exists it didn't exist in my it. world yeah. Yeah. yeah and so you know now living in melbourne and doing lots of cabaret shows and knowing lots of people that exist like that are literally real life mc characters in the <laughs> human world <laughs> it's like it's kind of crazy that like this was sort of the start of all of that yeah. for me, which is yeah. nice yeah what have you learned <laughs>
1: what have i learned um i think i've learned th- this one this musical definitely teaches you uh the importance of being aware yes. of the price of, of uh, I guess, growth and, like, paying attention, the importance of paying attention to government.
0: Yes, because yeah. Because, yes, they're... Paying attention to the world around you yeah. and what could potentially be changing under yeah. your nose,
1: yeah. I mean, yes, this cabaret club is, like, its own insular little thing but the world's changing around it and rather than just commenting on it, you mm-hmm. should probably... Do something to stop it Yeah (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Um, Um. Or
0: at least be aware of it So that you can take Safety precautions as well Like because You know as far as like Schultz and Schneider was concerned That if they were really like clever about it they would have just sold all their stuff before it went hectic and then they could just be living in like Austria or something (laughs) you know like just having a very nice time together like yeah I mean Austria eventually gets taken by the Nazis but maybe I they wouldn't move to Poland yeah oh god no maybe Russia they didn't quite make it there (laughs) just kidding there's Nazis there too but um you know uh Switzerland done But yeah, no, that's definitely definitely important, and particularly fast even now is yeah. that that's important. You know,
1: um, I, I think it it also says something about the the artifice of show business. Mm. Like, because Sally Bowles has very clear ideas of like what being what she wants to be and what she has to do to get there. Yes. And when that kind of falls apart, that's when it breaks down at the end. So I think being aware of reality rather than just like putting your own, uh, like trying to, trying to force yourself Put your to your own do sheen on it, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. And that's, a miniature version almost of what we were just talking about before. Yeah, that's
1: why this is such a great it's show. It's so good. <laughs>
0: There's so many layers. I love it. <laughs> like, but that is that is a super, like, and I guess that was kind of, that's a better, more articulate way of what I sort of started off with is that, like, um, at the end of the day, you still need to be you and you still need to know what you're about yeah. to do show business because once show business goes away, then you're left with, nothing you know (laughs) like that that it's not the be all and end all and that's you know applies to people even just with their work and anything in general like you know for Sally Bowles it was obviously show business and being a star and blah 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 and that it's like well then someone came into her life that wanted to love her completely and do all the right things and she still couldn't accept that and it's like well girl you need to go to some counseling come on we got to sort this out what is your attachment issues problem (laughs) you know (laughs) um Um, I I
1: think It also shows, like, I mean, it's not a lesson that we need to learn, but it shows in a very visceral way. Like, Nazis are bad. Oh, mate, so bad. And they're not bad for any particular reason. They're just bad. They just don't like you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's no, like, reason for it as well. Yeah. You know, just
1: like Jewish and like these are just happy people having their own lives and relationships. Literally not touching anyone attacked for nothing yeah
0: Yeah. which you know and that was not only just jews but it was gays it was disabled people it was gypsies um it was yeah Yeah. just completely like oh yep we're just gonna choose like that part of our society and hate them and yeah yeah and i mean yeah as we said it's the scary thing of that a lot of that's you know still happening still happening well (laughs) You know, as we discovered so lovely uh, in the Gay Rights uh, quality Survey of oh, all no, of the no, ugly no, no, rearing no. heads.
1: That, that postal vote was very necessary. <laughs> it was super necessary. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> it was necessary for me culling people off Facebook. Absolutely, um, It was Brian, great. It was
1: real useful for that. It actually was. It was uh, like,
0: wow, I had all of these assholes under my nose and I didn't even realise it. Oh, yay, bigots. it's Bye. Diggets, bye. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, I think that's a great place to, to 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 leave it with the lesson of, like, if someone is a terrible person, delete them from Facebook. Delete
0: them. delete them from Facebook. But still be aware of what they're doing because they could turn into Nazis and ruin the world. So. Yes. Yeah. Delete
1: them from Facebook and, I guess, boycott any political movements that they're a part of. Correct. Yes. Done. All right. We'll take a break. and We'll come back with our farewells. Thanks for joining us, Tash. Thanks for having me. And thanks for talking about Cabaret. I have been waiting for this show to come up.
0: I'm surprised I got to do it. (laughs) Like, I'm really into it.
1: All of our guests go like, oh, I'm surprised you haven't done this yet. I'm like, there are a lot of musicals. Yeah, true. true, And we can only talk about one a week. (laughs)
0: that's true that's true but it is like Liza, you know like i just kind of thought it would have definitely been done by now
1: we haven't done the rink yet either so oh well shout out to anyone else who's going to come on the show maybe Maybe talk about the rink
0: have you done miss saigon no oh another classic (laughs) oh my god jaded women oh it's the best
1: So uh, what have you got coming up? What can our audience look for you in?
0: Well, I've been touring my show Adulting around the place uh, and that is going to Edinburgh Fringe, as I said earlier. So I'm there for the whole month, 26 shows in 27 days. I'm going to die. And uh, so that goes from the 1st to the 27th of August. And then I come back to Australia and I have a gig in Adelaide of Adulting on the 8th. Awesome. September and then I go to Port Douglas because I just thought well I need to be somewhere warm after being in yeah, Scotland right um, and so I'm in Port Douglas if any of you live near there that would be awesome. Shout out <laughs> to Port Douglas Port Douglas is the best um, and I think there, are, I'm there on like the 14th or 15th of September and then in Melbourne I'll be doing uh, Melbourne Fringe hosting the After Hours Cabaret Club and that's on the 21st and 22nd of September Awesome so, and of
1: course you open that with uh, a very heartfelt rendition of cabaret, yeah? Correct, yep. yeah. Or oh, Every time, every time.
0: <laughs> Actually, at the moment we open it with a very um, jazzified version of Welcome to the Jungle. Um, oh, good. But I'm I feel right. like I live my best MC <laughs> cabaret life, you know? Like every time I, like, come on stage with that, I just want to be that guy that was, you know, Hoisted from the ceiling, like absolutely, yeah, yeah. like that is the dream. That's the dream. We're getting there, right? We're getting there. The bigger the theater, the closer I get to being (laughs) on an aerial suspension. So, please, like, if that if you have an opportunity for someone (laughs) to sing on an aerial suspension, that's literally my only dream right now.
1: Keeping it real. Keeping it real. It real. Just, just yeah.
0: like really low expectations <laughs> of my performing career. All right. Well,
1: um, we'll put links to all of those in the show notes. Um, um and so if you are in any of those places—Edinburgh, uh, Adelaide, Melbourne, Port Douglas, Port Douglas. There you go. <laughs> um, Port Douglas. And do you have any social media you want to plug? Or yeah, sure. Yeah. Follow
0: me on Instagram. Um, it's Tash Yorkin it on Instagram and yeah, Insta Facebook famous. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Get, Woo-hoo, you can look at my stories of me doing ridiculous things and usually filming my boyfriend when he doesn't want me to. So, if look, you're that's if, what
1: they're there for, right?
0: Exactly. It's so much content. It's great. <laughs> Just putting like filters on his face. He's really into it. He's not into it. <laughs> he look, still loves me, though. So, it's fine. <laughs> I think
1: that's the price of admission. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He gets to come to my shows for free. It's fine.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Well, if you are not yet subscribed to us, find us on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher. Um, and if you want to listen to us on Spotify, just tweet them or send them an email going, hey, there's a really cool podcast. You should put them on Spotify, please. I'm not bitter.
0: I feel like you're bitter about that.
1: <laughs> it's just come on, Spotify. Uh, We're independent. I'll just let us do I'll it. I'll talk to them. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. I
0: have no influence <laughs> whatsoever, but I'm, I'm happy to help. <laughs>
1: Um, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter, you can send us an email and Julie will answer you at musicals podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to be one of the super cool kids who get our exclusive Patreon content, you can go to patreon.com forward slash musicals told me everything I know. And for as little as one American dollar a month, you get at least one bonus episode a month.
0: Nice. That's right. That's yeah. very nice. Very good.
1: And they're really fun episodes. Like we have done. Coming up next, I think, is top five mothers. Oh. Yeah. That was oh. that was that was a, a big, a big a, a, a big episode. Lots of, lots of conversation.
0: Lots of anger. Yeah. Was uh, it? Or, no, not a lot of or anger. Or standing up, standing <laughs> up for it. Like, did Golda make it? Because Golda. Golder from um from Fiddler on the Roof. <gasps> no. Older she wasn't ladies even mentioned What? Kidding me?
1: Yeah, like I was very I was very fond of my list, but I didn't even think of Fiddler. Fiddler. We need to redo it again. Guys, I'm gonna do Do look for us on Patreon to catch that one? Um so again Sans Golda. Well no, we'll do another one and I'll make Top five overlooked motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> on the previous list. It's okay. It's not a fault. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Tash, for joining us. And uh, yeah, check out the show notes and our Facebook feed and Twitter feed for links to all of your com- upcoming events.
0: Thanks for having me. No problem.
1: Anytime. So
0: much fun.
1: Next time, maybe miss Saigon. Yes. <laughs>
0: obsessed. <laughs> and with we can miss talk Saigon. about Ellen
1: a bit more. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us, everyone, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.